Oh my goodness, we've got everybody coming in. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for your patience. Oh my good, we've got Samantha Etheridge with us, Stephanie Ward. All right, so Desiree says hi. Chloe says hi. Um, hi, Chloe. I'm be able to catch you live. We'll have to watch the replays in a few weeks. Oh, Desiree. So yeah, Desiree, I got your message. I am so sorry. I spent literally from like 10 o'clock in the morning until after five at Best Buy yesterday upgrading my phone. It was a disaster. So I'm a little behind in messages. Um, Erica Fremont's with us. Hi, Erica. Oh my goodness. Hi, Stephanie. Marina's with us. Hi, Marina. Oh, hi, Stephanie. Do you mean my hair or Miranda's hair? Because I'm loving Miranda's hair tonight. Oh my goodness. But mine's not curly. So she's talking about yours. <laughs> yeah, mine is. Mine's a little crazy curly. All right. So we are, oh my goodness, it is a few minutes after eight already. So welcome everyone to Trans Tuesday. Yay! What has become my favorite night of the week, just because we get to share it with all of you beautiful people. Tonight is a really special episode. So we have the beautiful, amazing Miranda Jones is with us. Welcome, Miranda. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll stop the singing. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'll see you back at you. <laughs> yes, I. well, your voice I like. Um, so Trans Tuesday, this is a special after the show episode because Miranda is our beautiful September sister of the month. Um, so it's your story as a trans woman that we featured for this whole month. It broadcasted last Friday. Um, if you missed it, you can find it at the My Feminine Heart website, myfeminineheart.com. If you are not getting my emails, definitely send me an email so I can add you to our newsletter so you never miss these special live events and the amazing interview like we just had with Miranda on Friday. Um, so we call this episode after the show because we get to kind of expand on our pre-recorded interview and chat with our live audience about all the amazing things that, that you shared. And oh my goodness, Miranda, first of all, beautiful job, beautiful job. Thank you so much for being so open. And I don't know if everyone got a chance to see it, but literally in the trailer that I cut, you, you see one of the several times that, that you teared up. I teared up, I don't know how many times. I mean, it was like, I, we got like emotionally choked up chatting about about your journey and that was I'm so happy I don't know if anybody got a chance to see that how that affected you um if anybody's like kind of connected with with Miranda's story so um Miranda it's amazing to me um well first of all thank you for your service and I I want to do a special reach out to so many of our sisters in the my feminine heart universe our veterans and um, I was so touched that just it was it was kind of by coincidence, but I think like not um, that your the day of airing your um, interview was on 9/11. Um, and I know that yep, combat veteran, you've been in, you've been in the military for decades. Your whole life has been about service, and just thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything that you have done for for our country. That's we're truly blessed to just have you on this planet. Thank you. Thank you. As, uh, as Kyle Carpenter would say, you're worth it. <laughs> yeah. So thank you to everybody who um, has, is out there who has served. Um, I'm sure that this was not an easy Friday and an easy weekend. Um, it, you know, I, I still cry out every single 9-11. I still spend my day in tears. I know it's a really emotional time. So we had tears over that. We had tears over your video, um, but we're, we're coming back together in smiles to celebrate tonight. Oh my goodness, we've got more comments coming in yet. Um, Chloe says, Miranda, you are a doll. Um, Susan Holtz is watching with us. Hi, Susan. And uh, she's joining us from Chicago, the Chicago Gender Society. She is their secretary out there. So Miranda, what did you think after watching your interview um, and seeing, you know, you tell your own story? Oh gosh, I didn't know you had to warn me you were going to ask that question. I don't <laughs> have a prepared answer. Um, gosh, there was, was no prep for this interview tonight. The prep was I'll see you at eight. <laughs> 
gosh. It was good to hear the the message in the the conversation between us. Um, uh, I, I I have spoken to a few people. I watched it the the broadcast of it with my wife, uh, and she was touched several times throughout that. Um, so. I, I feel confident that the messages I was putting across um, should resonate with someone. Um, and if I resonate with one person, then good. Uh, if it helps one person, great. Um, if it helps more than one, double great. Yeah. Oh, I know that you helped people. And, you know, in, and in helping people beyond this, this interview that you've been sharing with us, um, one of the things that I love so much that you you do as a as a person that you shared in the interview is you do something called street advocacy, um, and so Miranda carries business cards around with what your photo and contact information, and you hand them out to everybody. Not everybody. Um, <laughs> there are people. Who no, don't. that's it. But when you see someone in need. If I see someone in need, um, again, it does come down to, you've, you've got to feel the situation right. Um, uh, for example, at, uh, at our, our Pride event uh, recently in June, um, out, out in the park uh, where, where the, the Pride Festival was, um, there were people coming up and talking to our group, the Rappahannock Regional Transgender Group, um, and occasionally, you could sense that there was more on their mind. They, they had more questions or just wanted to share something else. Uh, and um, occasionally my wife had to nudge me and say, hey, go find her. She's on that park bench, go give her a card. That, that's someone who probably might need to talk. Um, give, the, give that person that window. Um, so I do that. Um, I do that when, again, when, when I think it's appropriate. It's a, it's a nice way just to introduce as well. Um, I, I, I may look great in the semi-dark here on Zoom uh, into Facebook, um, but I don't pass that well. Uh, when you're next to six feet of me um, in person, you can tell. And people will talk to me, and they may ask about that, and so we'll, we'll discuss um, it is obviously a sensitive thing. Um, I certainly don't want anybody thinking that that I will um, presume someone I'm speaking with is trans and give them a card and say, hey, you're a trans buddy. Here you go. Um, that, way too presumptuous. I, I, I would never do that. Um, but again, just the opportunity to be able to open a line of communication um, or at least the possibility of a line of communication if that person needs it. And I love that. And I think, you know, there are so many times in our lives where we interact with people in public and we have this feeling like this person needs help or we should say hi to them. Um, you know, I, I'm sure sometimes people follow up on that and sometimes we don't. And we, it's odd um, the, the minute moments of chemistry that you can have with a complete stranger, like that connection of, you know, whether you're um, both pumping gas at the same time or in the checkout line of the grocery store or sitting at tables beside each other in a coffee shop. I mean, you just, you have these little moments of connection and that you open yourself up and, and have this instinct where you allow yourself to say, you know what, I, I feel a vibe. I feel I'm being called to reach out to this person and that you're so giving of yourself with that time. Um, I, I just, I adore it. And you know, Miranda, if, if it's, you know, it's so powerful, you know, you, I, I would like to ask you when you said about not, you feel like you don't pass, um, you know, you do not live as Miranda full time. And I know that you give your card out when you are not in Miranda mode. Sometimes, yes. Yes, as, as I say, my, my ugly twin brother has, uh, has a bunch of those cards uh, in his ratty leather wallet, um, just like I carry in my purse. Um, because it doesn't matter to me. It may be a nice icebreaker necessarily. Um, you know, if you're, 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 if you're obviously in the presence of someone um, 
who is expressing in a non-binary manner um, and, and they appear to be nervous, they're quiet, um, and they look like they need some reassurance, um, it can be a wonderful uh, way to set them at ease. I've seen people lose the weight from their shoulders um, when I say, hi, um, if you ever need to talk or it's okay, um, you're not alone and I see you. Um, and give them that card and say, this is my card. And of course they'll look back and forth and you give them that knowing smile. Yes, that's me. So you're not alone. If you need to talk, here's my contact information. Um, as I said, you do have to be very careful. Um, I certainly don't want anybody getting the impression that I'm going out, uh, you know, uh, with a with a magnifying glass trying to, ooh, that person looks like they might be trans, ooh, might be wrong, might be right, who cares? No, I'm not throwing caution to the wind. I'm very careful about it. Um, usually in a, in a um, queer safe space, uh, perhaps, uh, where I might do this sort of thing. I'm not running up to people in the middle of the mall. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's what's interesting to me is um, I've had so many clients that I have met over the years who have taken my photos and put them on business cards. And I actually just did a photo shoot for a client back in, in July. Same thing. She reached out to me. She said, I need to update my business cards. I guess we're coming out of quarantine. So she was ready to go out. Um, it did not occur to me that people were sharing their cards with their photo and contact info as advocacy. And when you had said that, it kind of put these pieces together for me in my head. And I'm wondering who all out there is doing this as well. Is this just a Miranda thing or, you know, or are all the business cards I see floating around, are people doing it for advocacy? I thought it was more like friendship, you know, like, hey, we, we met out, you know, when we were at the conference and, you know, if you want to reach me later, here's my card. Um, but the fact that you, you're, you're following this from an advocacy standpoint, um, with re complete respect to everybody you're walking up to, I just, it blew my mind. And I would love to know who else out there is doing this. I would too. Uh, again, I don't, um, I, I don't know of anyone else doing it. I, I hesitate to, to take credit for the idea, um, most of the, the cards that I have from other people are exactly as you say. Um, you, you're at Keystone or, or something, and 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 people are giving each other cards um, because you know I'm not going to remember your name. Uh, so hey, here's my card. Find me on Facebook. We'll link up. What have you? Um, but I I don't know that I've seen anybody use it specifically as an icebreaker or or a way to set someone at ease to open that. Um, that door of support. Yeah, I love it. And we have a lot of more people tuning in. We've got um, Christina Fox is with us, Danielle Washburn, Linda Waltman, Lauren Lottenberg. Um, Chloe says, I have business cards for the trans support website I manage. That's awesome. Chloe, I didn't know you had a trans support website. Girl, send me the link and put it in the, these comments. Um, I would love to check that out. Um, so Mary Griffiths White, um, if anybody knows, knows Mary and um, her spouse, Tina, um, Mary, um, Mary's spouse, Tina transitioned. And I've known them, um, I think from my first days at Keystone, my first or second year. So Mary and I go way back. And she says, I remember when Tina was living her truth part-time. It was hard for both of us. Miranda may plan to always live part-time. I wonder if that's difficult for her. Oh, so question from the audience. That is, that's a deep question. It, it can be, uh, going in reverse there, um, yeah. it can be difficult sometimes. Um, as, as anyone who experiences this knows, um, uh, the, the dysphoria, the, the potential discomfort, um, the, the um, confusion, if you will, even uh, at times, it ebbs and flows. Um, I have recently begun considering uh, the thought of perhaps uh, transitioning at work. Um, having watched your last Trans Tuesday uh, and your guest that said that they transitioned at work. Uh, so at work, they are this other person, um, but not all the time at home, sometimes, but sometimes not. And that um, was... Um, that was Audrey Farber, yes, yes. who is the president of the Chicago Gender Society. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. And she, 
she lives dual gendered completely out of the closet and she flows back and forth. Yes. Yeah, so the, so the interview that Miranda's talking about, Audrey shared that she had come out at work and she was still kind of flowing back and forth. Like some days she went in male mode, some days she went in, in, in femme mode and she found it too confusing for others. Like people wanted to be very respectful, but I, she said it was just, people were having a hard time keeping track back and forth. So she fully transitioned at work to simplify matters, but right, she does right. not live that gender full time, but she does, right. she's right. totally out as dual gendered, which is uh, beautiful and amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think we were talking about that and you were commenting in at the moment, like I was just thinking about coming out at work. Yeah. And you have, you have come out to, to different pockets of your life. I have, I have indeed. Um, I can't see the list of who's watching. I can only see comments. Um, oh, no, there we go. I could, I could look at who's watching. Uh, you never know, but there are some folks, uh, there are some, some coworkers uh, that are aware uh, that I've come out to. Um, uh, some who know about this broadcast right now, they might be watching, I don't know. Um, but um, yes, I have come out to, to several, um, several very accepting friends and coworkers at work. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And if you saw um, last week on Trans Tuesday, Samantha Etheridge had come on with us and she shared from when she was on before that um, an old firefighter friend of hers, and she had been a firefighter for almost 30 years. So that was a huge part of her life. And she lost a lot of that friendship when she transitioned or she thought she did. And one of her old firefighter friends watched her on Trans Tuesday and talk about missing those friendships and reached out and said, you know what? You didn't change. You're still you. I still, I can't wait to reconnect with you again. Um, so from coming on Trans Tuesday, watching her story, kind of like reconnecting that way, which is so exciting. Just so happy for Samantha. Oh my goodness. And I don't know, Samantha, I know you're on here. If you have, um, that, that old firefighter friend was going to meet her in, in her town and have dinner. So I wonder if they've met up yet. Um, but Miranda, I'll be excited to see. So obviously we're sharing this to your Miranda page on Facebook. So the coworkers who will be seeing it, um, already know about Miranda. Yes. So this, this is going to give them a new side of that. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. So one of my, my favorite things um, that you talked about in your interview, and it's what we shared in the trailer, was you had this moment, and it's like the quote I gave you. It was, um, when you see her in the mirror, something, something clicks. Um, you know, you, through random fate, you caught up with Kim, Kim Moore um, after years of knowing her, her old self. She shares who she is as Kim, it totally opens you to this experience. And she says, you're gonna think I'm crazy, but you gotta go get a makeover. Um, and I wanna give a big shout out to every service provider who is doing transformative makeovers. Because if you are watching this, this is something really special. I am a photographer um, and I, but I do not have the spectrum that full transformative makeover photographers do like Elizabeth Taylor, who you saw, you went to Elizabeth male mode and she had the works for you. Absolutely. Right? Yes. yes. So what, what all did she have for you to experiment with? Because she helped you, she helped you kind of find Miranda, right? Like she, very like, much so. Out? Yeah. Very much so. Um, again, she, all of the clothes, uh, the appropriate foundational garments, the hair, um, shoes, everything in, in, sizes in styles uh so it, it, i was i was amazed uh, there, there was nothing she couldn't do um once she figured out my size generally okay you're looking for glamorous are you looking for casual you know what what's uh, there may be something i don't have here but not likely um there must be 150 160 pairs of shoes um in in her studio um so oh yeah easily easily yeah. um just whole sections of my size i was like oh i'm probably about a 13 i don't know if you she's ah, of course uh, and <laughs> a wall of them so and those those people who do that like elizabeth oh my goodness please patron elizabeth taylor 
Amy Lamb, yes. Amanda yeah. Richards, the investment. I mean, we all know how expensive shoes and wigs and outfits can be. And to have the variety for not just one body type and one sized person, but right. for the gamut of anyone who could come to her studio. Um, so please, you know, if you hear this idea and you're like, I could, I could, I could go for a makeover and you don't know what to do. Like you don't know how to dress. You don't know what to buy. You don't know what your look is. Cause like Miranda, you don't do like the big eighties hair. You don't do like the Jessica rabbit. Like you are, you've got this cute, like athletic feminine look to you. <laughs> And in the pictures that you shared, and if you watch her interview for our club members who can actually watch it, you showed, I think when the picture I, I have is you holding a baseball bat. Baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. like you posted the baseball bat. I swear it was like an athletic style pose or however you were standing. I just was like, wow, you look like you're about to just go play ball. Like totally feminine, totally athletic. Maybe I'm crazy, but that was that was the vibe I had. You sure I wasn't holding a drink? <laughs> Might have been. But I swear, like, you just looked so adorable. Like, you looked like you could just, you were going to go do, like, like a jeans commercial, you know? Like, it just, and I love that. I love that. But, you know, you said to Elizabeth, I want me, right? Like, I want, I want this persona feminized. Um, and that she helped you find Miranda. I just think it's beautiful. It was fantastic. It was, um, if you thought it was beautiful, <laughs> can imagine what it did for me. Well, and you used the photos from that first makeover to, to come out, right? Like yes. that's what you shared with your wife. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, I, I did share, uh, I shared a picture uh, of me with several other people first um, so that I would not be the, the primary focus of the photograph, the primary subject. Um, I wouldn't be quite so clear. I wanted her to be able to, to slowly come in uh, to, to see Miranda um, so that, so that she wasn't just, oh, there's, there's all of her. Um, uh, but yes, she, she went through my, my original photo shoot, uh, pictures, uh, and of course found, you know, the one, uh, that did it for her. And so, it, and it did it for her. Why? As she said, it's that happiness is undeniable. Um, and a lot, as you say, there's a shout out to Elizabeth Taylor. Um, truly, she set me at ease to a degree that allowed me to say, this is okay. You have to understand how, how hard a step it can be for someone to say, I, I want to go and try this. I want to see what this does for me. Uh, I want to see myself in the other gender. Um, and then to do it, and then to have someone taking pictures, it takes a great deal of, of heartfelt people skill on that artist's part uh, to be able to get you to relax and truly let yourself into this new person. No, it, it, it's, it's amazing through my entire career, not just the trans community, but through my entire career as a photographer, I've had people get in front of the camera and shake. They've been that nervous sure. to be on camera. Sure. So to do that, to have a whole makeover experience and then be photographed and have that translate a happiness where you show that photo to, to your wife and she says, wow. Like there's no denying that is happiness. That is, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. So please, if you are out there, if you've ever thought about doing it, you should go do it. It's an amazing experience. And, um, and tip your service providers because they are spending so much money to have the wigs and shoes and outfits out there for you. And there's amazing people all over the country that, that do this. I know a sliver um, as a photographer that, you know, I travel up and down the Eastern seaboard mostly. Um, and would love to speak to as many groups out West and travel again out West for the community once we're kind of, once I'm more comfortable getting on a plane again. But um, there's a great community out there. And if, I just wanna give a quick shout out, if you're not sure 
um, if somebody's in your area, all the trans conferences, so many of them around the country are online and have like lists of vendors and resources. The Keystone Conference first event, um, we've got people on with us tonight from the Chicago Gender Society. And the beautiful thing is um, due to COVID, if we can look at anything as glass as half full is so many of these conferences are now doing reach outs online. So for anybody who, for whatever reason, could not physically get in person to a meeting before, and we all miss, you know, hugs and, and being together, but glass half full, you don't have, I mean, we've got girls here from Alaska. We've had girls check in from Mexico, from the South Pacific, um, you know, resources are limited, but so many beautiful things are happening. Um, so I've spoken before Chicago Gender Society. I'm going to speak with them again on December 8th. So, and those, those are free. You can just, you know, sign up and register and, and jump into that for free. Tomorrow night, Lindsay and I are speaking how to blend in with cisgendered women, one of our favorite seminars to talk about. It's like an open Zoom chat forum where we just get real, 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 real brutal and pretty sarcastic actually. Um, that's tomorrow night. So first event is doing seminars every single Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Again, it's free. You just have to register. So if you go to the tcne.org site, Tiffany Club of New England, you will find these resources. And they are like every week, Sarah Moore speaking about personal safety, who's one of our My Feminine Heart gals, Lindsay Tab Talks Fashion. They have doctors on there. They have um, beauty service providers talking about skincare and makeup. I mean, it's, it's beautiful and amazing what all these different organizations are doing. So um, you know, there's so many ways to reach out. I've got people, um, tuning in saying, you know, Mary, like Mary is like Miranda, she's carrying, she carries cards around too with her spouse, Tina. Um, you know, Miranda, what you're doing is helping so many people right now. And there's so many extra resources. So you can support people to whatever your level is, you know, Miranda, just walking up and saying hi and saying, Hey, you know what? You're not alone. That takes Absolutely. courage. And that's, Absolutely. and sometimes that's all somebody needs. I mean, who, who hasn't struggled to the point where they just need someone to say hello? Yeah. Beautiful. So we've got, oh my goodness. So many, so many people are coming in. Um, Erica Fremont says I've been to Beth Taylor many times. She's amazing. Um, Erica, Samantha Ambrose has joined us. Jessica Jordan. Samantha says lovely. Una Leandra. Una, I don't believe you've joined us before. Please let us know where you're joining in from. Robin says hi, Una, so she might know her. Susan Holtz um, from the Chicago Gender Society says, we have a wonderful transformative makeup artist here in Chicago. The shop is called Transformations by Rory. She's helped so many. So anyone in the Chicago area, thank you, Susan. Transformations by Rory comes highly recommended. And we do, um, we've got some people from Chicago for sure. One of our gals, um, Tracy Ashley, who's been with us from the beginning. I think she's our youngest viewer. She's like college age, tunes in from us from the Midwest there. So my goodness, we've got, wow, so many people with us. We're so grateful to have you here tonight. Um, oh yeah, and Desiree, Desiree's up in Alaska. So she loves to reach out um, where she can because you know she's stuck up there in Alaska, just she and Christy. <laughs> Chrissy Avery just waving the trans flag for everybody up in Alaska. <laughs> they represent hard though. Like Desiree's with us every week. Christy joins us when she can. Christy's on a lot of like the Zoom, the Friday night Zoom. So, um, oh my goodness. All right, Una, first time here from PA. Una, welcome. We're, I'm in Pennsylvania too. Um, Miranda is actually another way that she helps the community is she's a big time volunteer down in the Virginia area. So anybody who's in Virginia, y'all have your resource too. Have it's the Rappahannock Transgender Support. No. The Rappahannock Regional Transgender Group, RRTG. Uh, All I care is that I get Rappahannock right. Rappahannock, and that's two Ps. Oh God, I think it's two Ps and two Ns. Um, Rappahannock. Uh, regional transgender group. Um, we have a Facebook group, um, a public facing Facebook page uh, where you can like the page and you can reach out to us and request to become a member. Um, and we check 
ensure that you're for real and we can invite you into the private page uh, where we can share a little more openly um, and where, where we will advertise to you our meetings. We do meet once a month and we had our first live meeting again, uh, but a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that was nice. Uh, you know, everyone socially dis distanced and, and masked up. Um, but uh, uh, look us up on Facebook if you need to. Um, can't can't say enough. Um, again, just the the, the community the, that exists. Um, wherever you are, uh, you're going to find a connection. Um, you're, you, what you're going to discover is you're not as alone as you might think you are or as you might feel, um, really. I was, I was very fortunate uh, with Elizabeth. Elizabeth was such a phenomenal um, um, connector, really. Um, I went to her, uh, I discovered um, and, and said, I need to go out um, after my second visit to her. I'm, I'm, I want to go out. Do you know anyone? And she linked me up with, with Erica. Uh, and so I went out to Freddy's and linked up with Erica. And, and then I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to be working up in Philadelphia soon. Do you know anyone there? And she puts me in touch with, uh, with Linda Waltman. Uh, and Linda, Linda, my dear, dear, dear friend, uh, the, the first person actually to take me out in public um, the first time I, I stepped across the threshold of anything out of the out of the hotel in Philadelphia, and, uh, knowing that Linda was going to be there uh, in a car uh, waiting for me to scoop me away and take me off to some event. Um, it, the, the list goes on. The connections are intricate. Um, there, there's nothing but support out there uh, if that's what you're looking for. Um, rest assured. Yeah. And that's, you know, um, had we had, if we had had uh, Keystone this year, the Vanity Club were going to be big sisters, as you know, because you are a VC girl, yes. um, big sisters at the conference. And I just, I love that. They're, like, you, you have to want to be alone if you go to a conference or you go to a support oh, group. Good heavens, yes. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like people will definitely reach out and support you. Marina, thank you so much for all your support. Julie Lee is with us. Um, she's letting, making sure everybody knows the name of the group. She's typed it in. Um, Robin, you know what, Robin, I actually have a question for you if you don't mind. Uh, so Robin Kunkel, um, we had our, our, Jill, our August sister of the month, um, DD, when she came on, we talked a lot about um, DES. And Robin, I've been meaning to follow up with you. And if you, if you don't want to publicly share, that's fine. You had said that you were going to follow up and see if and find out if uh, your mom had taken DES. Um, so we had a very special moment. We had DD come on, um, who is around 70 years old and through a medical mystery had found out that she was a DES son. Um, and that helped transform her self-identity, understanding some of her struggle that, she is that she's lived with. It kind of helped calm a lot of things in her marriage. It helped guide her to a gender specializing therapist who guided her to a gender specific endocrinologist. And so that one little medical mystery that that led her to that path had just been so life-changing. And we had a lot of people on joining us for that Trans Tuesday who shared that they were also DES sons or they weren't sure if they were. Um, and I've just been dying to know if, if Robin, if you have found out and how that has, has if that's meant anything to you. Um, all right, we've got Samantha Ambrose is joining us. Um, I participated in a brainstorming session recently with the Boston Museum of Science. We discussed how they can help our community and I got a commitment from them for some youth and family virtual content. Good job, Samantha. Samantha joins us from first event. She's from the Tiffany Club of New England who has been running, helping run the show, helping organize the workshops. Um, I, I, she said I gave her too much credit when she was on before that she has a whole board of people supporting even though she's been kind of like the vocal person out doing a lot of the marketing. Um, oh, you guys are so cute. All right, and Robin says she hasn't talked to her dad yet to find out about the DES, but it's funny, she was just thinking about this today. 
And Mary Griffiths is asking about DES. So Mary, I'll send you a link. Um, or if you go to myfeminineheart.com, you will see, if you go to the trans women section, um, the last month's sister of the month was Didi, who was our first part-time gal. I'm so honored that, that the part-time ladies are comfortable coming out and sharing their story because we, it's so important to me to validate everyone. If you have a feminine spirit, I don't care if you're full-time. I don't care if you're part-time. If you're what, wherever you are in the gender scale, if you connect with us and our message and what we're talking about, you've got that feminine heart inside of you, you're one of our sisterhood, period, end of story. Um, so, so honored that, you know, people are comfortable coming out to reach out to others in the community, wherever they may be. Um, so Mary, DES is, DES was an extreme estrogen hormonal supplement, which was prescribed to women, I think going as early as 1931, um, when they were pregnant to prevent miscarriage and um, eliminate the, and prevent stillbirth. And around 1961, they proved that it did not do that. However, it was still heavily administered to pregnant women until 1971. And I don't think it was actually banned until 1978. Um, so basically anybody who was born um, between 1931 to 1978, their mother might have um, been prescribed DES. Um, so it's an extreme amount of estrogen that the women were taking. And they have found so many medical issues from this. So um, uh, both pairs of sex organs being born in children. Um, you know, I, I don't remember everything that Didi shared, um, but in my other readings, so not specifically speaking of Didi, um, definitely um, issues with sex organs, like some missing or extra um, duplicative organs um, that may not have naturally been there that were caused by the medication. And sometimes they were finding that DES didn't necessarily just affect the next, that generation, but it affected the generations after. So they are finding it in the grandchildren of um, women who had taken that drug. So they are finding large amounts of people who um, have identified themselves somewhere in the transgender community who are DES sons, um, who are the children of, of, of these mothers. And, um, you know, to them, they were told they were taking a vitamin. And this was definitely an era where women did not ever question their doctors. I mean, we're talking an era when doctors did cigarette commercials. So, um, you know, if for a lot of our audience, you know, that information doesn't exist unless they can ask a parent, those kind of records really weren't kept and maintained from, you know, 50 years ago or more. Um, but if, you know, some of our audience, you know, they are watching this interview and I highly recommend if you're not sure about it, look for Dee Dee's interview. Um, for many of our, of our, our sisterhood, they are kind of now on this journey of discovering, are they also children of DES? What's important for us to share, I don't want to completely derail off of Miranda, is that we, you know, I love having this information to share. Um, we are not saying that if you are a child of DES, that you're trans or they're, whether or not trans because of that, it's just some people are finding those connections and it's helping heal questions um, and self-identity for some people. So the information's out there. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert. It's, I'm a Wikipedia person here on this. I, all I've done is read articles and interviewed somebody whose life was changed from her own personal discovery of this. All right, disclaimer done. Was that, was that disclaimered enough, Miranda? I think so. Okay, not good. Not being Let's, a lawyer, um, but I think so. Yeah, yes. Well, and Miranda, what you have done, not just support-wise, but I want people to understand everything that you just went through that where um, you had kind of your own change of life moment, like Dee Dee just had this like moment where something changed for her. Yours wasn't a medical issue, but you had a change of life moment where you were re-examining your career, what makes you happy, where you are in your life. Within a season, two, three months within a season, you met up with Kim Moore. She 
sent you to Elizabeth Taylor. You have these photos, then you share them within a month or two for your wife. Within the span of a year, you went from somebody whose life was pretty like monotonous. Like if I can use that word, like you're in the same career for decades, long, you know, marriage for dec decades, an incredible parent for decades of many children, <laughs> you know, out there as a huge service provider to the world and, you know, your military, you are not somebody who floated in all these different things. Like you are a steady person. And then all of a sudden your whole life does this like 180, this beautiful, like rainbowed 180 um, in the span of a year. You literally went from who you were for most of your life to within a year, having this whole self-discovery and coming out to your significant other. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. You are amazing. That courage and that heart. Yeah. I'm, I'm not amazing. I, I just, uh, as you said, it was just, um, you have, um, I don't even know if this is a word, an epiphanical uh, moment, you know, you have an epiphany, you, you, uh, you, uh, you allow yourself um, to open your mind to the possibility um, and you you say, "Hey, where where might these where might these feelings be taking me? Is there is there something to this?" Um, and and as so many trans women will tell you, you you can't explain it when you see her in the mirror for the first time. It, everything suddenly fits into place, or, or at the very least, a whole bunch of dominoes start knocking each other over. And, and the picture starts becoming clear. Um, yeah. You can't explain it. Uh, you know, it, it's, it is un unfortunately, um, as I say that, it, it's much like trying to explain to what I'll politely call the naysayers out there. Um, well, how do you know? How does a child know? Uh, well, you just know. How do you know your gender? You just know, right? Um, it, you asked me. It, there you go. Yeah, how do you know, right? Uh, it, you you just do. Uh, you know, you've you've got some. There's some physical characteristics that line up that give away give a clue or two. Yes, uh, but sometimes it doesn't line up quite right, does it? Yeah. Let's send some hearts for Miranda, like some hearts and some thumbs up if you have had these epiphany moments too. Like I would love to know who all out there has had a moment where they're like, yeah, I get this. I mean, there are just some things we know, like we can feel it in our guts. We might walk into a situation where we're like, you know what, this is exactly where I am. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Or you know what, this is not right for me at all. Whatever that may be, we have moments throughout our lives where we have gut checks. This is right. This is wrong. This fits. This doesn't fit. For you, I let, you know, are you normally a visual person? Like, would you consider yourself a visual person that it was seeing her in the mirror? Absolutely. Absolutely for me. No question about it. Um, and for anybody who's out there, how long I, I was ago? Never, never a big mirror person the first place. So um, I think that kind of helped me, if you will, avoid uh, whatever was, was really going on inside anyway. Wait, what? What about you? I was, weren't... I was never really a big mirror type person anyway. Didn't pay a lot of attention. You know, how do I look? Do I have to be the best looking person here? I, I was never like that. Um, and I think that helped uh, put a damper on the, the feelings that were inside of me anyway. Uh, and that probably helped, uh, not helped, helped would be the wrong word, uh, that probably um, led to uh, the years, the 47 years of, of not, um, not looking into this, uh, you know, not, not giving it some space um, to, uh, to show itself. That is so interesting to me. I am somebody who has mirrors everywhere 
And I, you know, I, well, I think it always, I think it started when I was like, you know, lived in, in a small apartment or a tiny home, you know, you need the mirrors to make the space big. I'm wondering, and I even had a roommate once comment. She was like, um, she's like, who, who owns as many mirrors? This is ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm wondering who all out there didn't have a lot of mirrors. Like you just wanted to avoid seeing that all together. And Miranda, you got so much love coming in right now. Oh my goodness. You've got hearts, hearts, hearts. If you can see that, um, you've got Stephanie Ward, Julie Lee, Samantha Etheridge, Robin is saying yes with exclamation points. It's like your life finally makes sense. Desiree says Miranda is right. You can't explain it. You just know. Um, I just know who I am. Samantha, and when she was in male mode, I never smiled and hated getting my picture made. Yeah. <sighs> Robin, Samantha, yeah, Robin says ditto. Yeah. Um, Susan says, for me, it wasn't how I looked. It happened when I went out and found how I suddenly connected with the world. Oh, my goodness, Susan. Absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's an interesting comment. Um, my, my whole life and many people around me, uh, my wife, my children, uh, had, had commented before that um, I was always especially in tune with the women in the room. I was always more comfortable relating to ladies. Um, and, and I think that uh, that should have been an indicator probably. Um, it does set me even more at ease in what we like to call Miranda mode. Um, so it's, it's, again, you can't explain it. Um, after it clicks, many other parts of your life start to make even more sense. Um, I don't believe that it is a, a willful desire to create linkages where they weren't. Uh, it really is an opening of your eyes to say, oh my gosh, that does make sense now. You know, I, I felt that way. Um, I liked the way I looked there or, or this, this was something that appealed to me, either this, this activity, this event, this place, this visual. Um, now it makes more sense to me. Um, it fits. Um, it, it's, um, it's not simple to explain, obviously. Um, and and as, I, as I said in, in my interview, I, I, I'm a very logical, cerebral thinker kind of person most of the time. Um, and and I'm, I'm drawn to, to take my own statements, like what I just made, and, and, and dig even deeper. Uh, and I do. I find myself even questioning, um, what were those feelings specifically? Um, all I can say is I was drawn. I was drawn to the feminine side of society, uh, of social norms, of culture. Um, and then, of course, being me, I'll keep peeling that onion back um, and say, well, is that not just the stereotypical version, the societally created image? Um, what is gender anyway? Um, you know, I, 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 I'm not aware of a chromosomal test that I've done, um, but I'm fairly certain my chromosomes don't look like yours. Um, you can't deny that. Uh, however, there's, there's something though. Um, and so what is gender? Um, I can't, I can't fight, um, kind of, sound like a song, right? I can't fight the feeling uh, <laughs> that, that this is most of me, um, not just a bit, um, not just, uh, you know, uh, a dad who can shed a tear uh, and be sensitive to a daughter. Um, there's more to it. Uh, there is. Um, well, and so, so many of our sisterhood are at different ages and phases of their life, which also means they have lived through different phases of gender stereotypes and feminism, you know? And so this is all, you know, the older you are, obviously the more stereotyped it would have been for you. Um, you know, Joanne Carroll, who, um, you know, very involved with Keystone, former president of Transcentral PA, 
I never really had a strong grandmother presence and she's been that for me. She's actually come to my kitchen and taught me to can like old school canning, like homemade, like jellies and stuff like that. And cause I, I never had that. And you know, what she would say to me was, I never understood why I couldn't stay in the kitchen. This is all I ever wanted. And for her age, there, there was no men in the kitchen unless they were like the professional chefs, like the women stayed in and cooked and did the canning. And she was supposed to go outside and go play in the dirt and camp. And she hated that. She's like, I just want to be in the kitchen. Where does that come from? I don't know. I, I don't either. Um, it's not that I can't do all the other things, obviously. Um, proven that. Um, yeah. I am I am not a fan of the gender stereotypes. I was raised a tomboy and I have definitely been called um, graceless. I have not been thought of as feminine at all. Um, you know, I was, I was very, I really struggled with like my image and my identity and who I was growing up, never doubting that I was a woman, but I didn't fit in what society wanted. I wanted to go play, um, in trees and scrape my knees. And I had people forcing me into ugly mother dresses. Like, <laughs> I wanted to go play in a tree fort and I was forced to look like a little Amish girl, <laughs> like just, you know. Um, so to me, wherever you are with femininity, that's okay. Like that does not, if you are, you're, I mean, you're in a, you're in a pink t-shirt for combat veterans, rock on. If you are in a dress watching this, if you are in jeans watching this, it's okay. If you've got makeup on, if you don't have makeup on, it's okay. Like whatever, however you are is okay. And it's good that you were here. And we've got, oh my gosh, so many comments coming in. Um, Okay, catching up. Uh, Tommy, Tommy Lynn Royer is with us. Hi, Tommy. Um, Desiree is giving Miranda all the hearts again too. Chloe says, I had no idea what I'd look like after transformation. I just knew I had to do it. That's gutsy. That is gutsy. Yeah. I mean, those transformations, I'm, I'm always on the, the end. I'm the photographer, I'm not the makeup artist. So people come in and then I don't recognize people and they have to show me their pictures like you walking up to me in public going, it's Miranda. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you, you have no idea when you start to explore this, what your transformation can lead to. You, no idea. I mean, one of the reasons that you've said that you're comfortable coming on the show, um, even though you do not live fully out, um, is because you're just not recognizable. No, not really. Uh, again, I, I, I wish um, I, I wish that I could um, post a picture in the comments on Facebook, but during Facebook Live, you can't. So um, I, I, this I don't. This is very public. <laughs> this is very. Well, public. But I don't know if I if I shared that picture with you uh, of of the two of me. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it's different. Yeah. I have to say, you are beautiful as both. I'm shocked that you avoided mirrors because you were stunningly beautiful in male mode as well. My goodness. But you know what? That's what happens when you're beautiful on the inside. It shines through. Male mode, femme mode, everywhere. For it. <laughs> All right. We, so um, Desiree says, a lot of you would laugh. I understand more from an old comedy, Dr. Jekyll and Ms. Hyde. It clicked for me. Um, Mary says that her spouse, Tina is at peace, is at peace since her transition. She's so much calmer. Um, uh, and Mary says that there, she's going to do some research into the DES too. Tina's wondered if she's a DES son, but her mother doesn't remember. And that is one of the sad elements of the lack of medical records and it having just been such a commonly given thing. I mean, who remembers everything their doctor gave them? Um, Sarah Miller is joining us. Hi, Sarah. Um, Chloe says, oh my God, for me, it was the incredible Mr. Limpet, but I focused on Ladyfish. It just didn't click right away though. I'm not familiar with that movie. Do you know that movie? Nope. All right, Chloe, I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, Mary says, I always liked a man that could cook. Yep, that's right, Mary. That's right. Um, I definitely get that calmness for sure. Julie says, my experience is feel that when I am in girl mode, I feel relaxed and at peace with myself. Guy mode is just a crazy workaholic. Yes, 
Yeah. And Julie, we're waiting for you to come on the show. We're waiting for um, mail mode season to end and for Julie to come and join us because Julie's, Julie is like my bestie in the community. I love Julie. She means so much to me. Um, and Desiree says, I have to say, I'm always me. It always has shined through, but I just know I am female. But Miranda, you know, you still, for people who, who know um, and who've watched the interview, you talk about you are still very comfortable in male mode. Yes, yes. It, it's, I was, I, I was having this conversation just last night. Um, I, I don't know that I can say I feel as though I am a woman. There are definite female characteristics to who I am. Um, part of, of my wholeness is what we societally, stereotypically would consider female. Um, again, it, it takes you down the road of, well, what is gender anyway? Um, it, it's, it's challenging for me. Um, I know, as you say, plenty of biological females who will say, I'm a gun nut, I love camping, uh, I, I was a tomboy, whatever the case may be. So what is, what isn't? Um, might sound wacky, but I think I probably have more in common uh, with a Native American two-spirit uh, than man or woman in modern Western culture. And that's something we have not really discussed yet on this show, but there are so many cultures out there that do not only go into um, a male and female gender. Outside the binary. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know Native Americans had like, like dozens. I mean, they, right, I mean, they just, some tribes had, it was like ambiguous gender for many people. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, this is not just, this is not around the world, man or woman. You know, we are coming to an era where we're blending in so many cultures that, you know, some have existed for centuries saying where you are is where you are and that's okay. So, um, yes, thank you very much for sharing that. We should do a whole episode of that. We need to bring in some experts. We need to bring in some experts and talk about this. I, I, I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, Julie says, yes, I promise I'll be on the show. Um, but Miranda, I want to I wanna be clear, you know, when you and I have talked, because Mary had that question, she wanted to know, are you, are you satisfied being part-time? Because for her spouse who transitioned, she's calmer now, like she's gone through the transition. But as you and I have spoken, I want to make it very clear to our audience, one, you don't know anybody, any answer of where you are or where you plan to be. Um, but in what you and I have spoken, you've, you have shared, if it's okay to say for you, because I want to be very clear, where Miranda is now in her life, as of right now, is not some way station to something else. She's right. happy, whole, has the full love and support of your family. You are out to your, your, your spouse, your children, your family. And they're, they're all Miranda. Yeah. As much as an entire family could be. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, the first time you showed yourself as Miranda to your mom, your mom's calling you her daughter. Yeah. You're uh, one of your daughters gave you like makeup and makeup brushes for Christmas. Your littlest is like besties with Caroline, who is Kim Moore's daughter. And they run around like the trans conventions together. I mean, that's just your wife goes with you to pride. Uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, so I do want to make that, that very clear to our audience. And I will, you please feel free to speak for yourself, but I, I don't want to leave that impression with anybody that you are here um, talking about where you might go somewhat someday, where you are is where you are and you're happy. Absolutely. I, I very happy. I couldn't ask for more. Um, honestly, sometimes I wonder, like I said, I know I'm a pretty cerebral person and, and sometimes I wonder if I'm just overthinking all of this anyway. 
Um, maybe I don't need to say, hey, you need to, you know, or get off the pot. Um, I'm good. I am. Uh, I, largely because of all of the support and acceptance that I have, though. And that's, that's what makes the difference is having people in your life who support and accept you. And if, if no one has that out there, I hope that you feel you have that with us on Tuesday nights. And if you're with our membership all the time, I mean, you can always reach out to the My Feminine Heart community. You, you have people who believe in you and support you here. Absolutely. Yeah. It makes, it, it makes all the difference, not feeling alone in this world. So with that being said, we have ladies saying good night to us. Desiree says she, she, she actually is Native American or has Native American in her. So she's wondered if she's had that two spirit gene. Um, Mary says, you're lucky, Miranda. I think that says it all. And commenting back to her. We and go. we've got our, our girl, Megan Hayes, with us. Robin has to run. Some of the gals are saying goodnight because we are hitting our nine o'clock mark. Um, yes, Miranda, I I got to say, I think you have a, a beautiful life. And I thank you for sharing it with us. Thank you so much for being so open and for letting us celebrate you and your journey to here in this beautiful place right here where you're at. It's It's amazing. Certainly. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And thank your family for me. Like your one daughter has been like the assistant on your photo shoot, which if you haven't seen Miranda's photo shoot, go to my feminine heart. You'll see a couple of pictures. Um, <laughs> you hope you've got our newsletter. Um, yeah. Miranda's our, our, our biker chick, September sister of the month. And um, so before I leave, I will let everybody know next week is a very special Trans Tuesday. So next week, we will not be on the public Facebook page. So I'm sorry to our public group. Um, about once a month or so, we're going to be doing private um, interactive uh, episodes just for our club members. If you are not a club member, we would love to have you join us when we reopen. We will only be open for one week in oh, 2021. Are we? Hmm? We're not working out again, are we? No, 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 we're eating. This time we're eating. Yeah, Miranda. So Meg, Meg led our last special one. Um, so Coach Coach Marina, for our club members, please get into the club Facebook page or check the newsletter and email me back with your vote as to what you want her to cook. So she's either going to teach us how to make, and she's Sicilian and she's on two pizza shops. So she's either going to teach us how to make sauce. I should never do that accent from scratch. Um, she's going to teach us how to make, I think a full day's meal, like, so one or the other, or like a, a healthy smoothie for breakfast, a rainbow salad for lunch and lentil soup for dinner. And then I forget what the third option is. I'm so sorry. I'm blanking, but that poll is sitting right now on the club Facebook page. So please go vote. If you are not, if you are in our club, but you're not on Facebook, you can respond to the email that I sent out. There's two now that have the email link because we're making that decision in the next day. Uh, because next Tuesday, Coach Marita is going to teach a live cooking class. So I will email out the ingredients for the winning meal so we can all go shopping. We can be on Zoom together cook together. It's going to be so fun. We will miss um, having everybody in the community with us, but do know if you want to join us in the future, join our membership and you can be part of these cool like private parties. If you are not um, sure of when our membership will be reopening, follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and most importantly, email me your email and you will get our bi-weekly um, newsletters. So um, Miranda's like, oh, food, I'm reading your comments. <laughs> um, Tommy says, thanks ladies for tonight. You're all amazing. Great job, ladies. I enjoyed this from Stephanie. Tommy Lynn says, very important to have a good support system. Great job, Miranda. Beautiful episode. Happy for you, Miranda. Oh, I love all this love coming in from Miranda. Lady, thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for all the hearts you sent to. Those so sweet. Um, so remember, next week, we will not be on the public page. It's for club members only. But the following Tuesday, we will be back. And we will be featuring, it's going to be a fun fall party. So I don't know if anyone else is wearing their sweaters yet. It's very cold up here today. It's sweater weather. The last Tuesday of the month, 
the ladies who are comfortable in the club, Miranda, I hope you join us, will be joining us on Zoom for Trans Tuesday. And we're going to talk about all our favorite feminine fall things, whether that feminine fall thing is like leggings and boots or pumpkin beer, because femininity is what you want to make it. <laughs> um, so it's going to be a fun boot season. Boot season, yes. Um, and for our club members who are comfortable getting on video, they can show their boots. We're going to be drinking our pumpkin spice lattes, maybe decaf because it's late at night. So yes, you will not see us on the regular Facebook page next week, but the following week we will be back for a fun fall party. So thank you everyone so much for joining us tonight. Thank you to our audience. You are all amazing, beautiful people, um, wherever you are at. I feel like this, we have two messages from tonight. When you see her in the mirror, something clicks which is forever going to be burned in my brain as a Miranda quote. I love it. Um, and our other big message is, wherever you are, that's okay. It's just good that you're here. Just love the moment where you are at. Don't worry about being there. Don't worry about where you've been, where you are right now today. That's where you're supposed to be. And we love that you spent it time with us. So thank you guys all so much. Love you all so much. Miranda, thank you for taking your time and being so open and sharing with us. I greatly appreciate it. Of course. <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody. Get some sleep and we will see you soon.